Oh, Steve here. Welcome to Real Health. Oh, Real Health. Who'd have thought? Real Health without pharmaceuticals? <laughs> I can't even pronounce the word pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceutical industry. Um, who'd have thought? Real Health without medical interventions like surgeries and the like. This Real Health, yes, that's their Real Health, my Real Health, and a growing number of people's real health, like the real, real health, which is um, mitigation, as in avoiding getting into uh, your health shit, avoiding getting into um, chronic disease states, avoiding uh, mental illness, avoiding Alzheimer's and dementia, avoiding uh, other chronic diseases like um, MS, uh, muscular dystrophy, um, Hashimoto's, um, well, you know, autoimmune diseases, uh, the metabolic syndrome complex with diabetes and the hypertension, the obesity and the like. Yes, this is the space for chronic health disease avoidance or slash and mitigation. So today you've clicked on it, <clears throat> the blame Blaming the wrong idiot. <laughs> Blaming the wrong uh, health concept. Blaming the wrong contributor to your health woes. I've said it many a time in the past. Uh, blaming your genes. Blaming uh, toxin exposure. Blaming vaccines. Blaming... Uh, past trauma, blaming, um, well, birth defects are something to blame, but not a chance in itself, but birth defects are micronutrient deficiencies, so that's the, uh, the regular listeners, they'll, they'll know that I'll mention uh, micronutrients as the contributing factor where um, we shouldn't be blaming, as I've said already, the, the genes, the toxin exposures, the vaccines, the um, uh, whatever else you want to blame. The blame is at the root, at the top, uh, the granddaddy. The main game in town is micronutrient deficiencies. So if you're suffering from any autoimmune disease, um, if you suffer from any of the um, <laughs> it's escaped me for the moment. Um, the ah, the syndrome, the syndrome. It's a syndrome. Ah, metabolic syndrome. There you go. I knew it would come to me. I knew it would. Yeah, metabolic syndrome, which is the whole obesity, cholesterol, blood pressure, and. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, diabetes complex. That's uh, the metabolic syndrome complex. So if you're uh, suffering from any of those autoimmune disease, the metabolic syndrome complex, uh, osteoarthritis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, mental health issues, um, other chronic health diseases, even, oh, you can't say it, but I am going to say it, cancer. Did you know that uh, any, there hasn't been any 
diagnosis of cancer of anyone that has a vitamin D level of over, over 40 micrograms per mill of blood. So if your vitamin D level, next time, just uh, have a bay paid to ask the doctor. Oh, doctor, it's like asking permission, like, what's my vitamin D level? I'll be surprised if they actually say, oh, it's important. Oh, no, you're in normal range. I'll probably say you're in normal range, and you'll say, oh, that's good. But normal range is uh, between 20 and 50, and it doesn't slap the doctor in the head, in the face, in the cheek. It doesn't slap them until it's under 12. That's when it shows up as red, red on their screen. The vitamin D level is, um, is at a point where you probably need to treat, which means um, supplement or get out in the sun with uh, your vitamin D deficiency complex. And let me tell you, if you have a vitamin D level of 12, you have a high chance, high uh, likelihood of getting cancer, even if it's 20, even if it's 30. That uh, therapeutic range, um, you know, for the FDA folk um, out there, understand what the FDA is and uh, in Australia here where I'm broadcasting from, the TGA, Therapeutic Goods Administration, ooh, yes, the whole FDA thing, right? Um, did you know that vitamin D, the whole 20 to 50 uh, level complex is uh, based on bone density? <laughs> That's how much they didn't understand vitamin D. Vitamin D is, uh, well, Vitamin D is quite a granddaddy of uh, how, you know, um, correlation equals causation complex, which, you know, people that understand those two uh, concepts with, uh, you know, well, it's one concept, but uh, those two ideas of correlation and causation um, doesn't equal causation. So correlation doesn't equal causation. Um, yes, that is the case with... Uh, with vitamin D, but there is a correlation, and many people, um, professionals out there, uh, would like to include vitamin D as very important. And yes, it is, but I believe uh, that vitamin D is a marker, vitamin, your vitamin D level is a marker of how well your overall uh, micronutrient um, uh, state is and uh, many of uh, the regular listeners will understand that there's 90 declared uh, micronutrients uh, that we require each day of our life and for the rest of your life and uh, we are very much uh, deficient in our current society and uh, there's this belief with uh, the current medical model that uh, our our life expectancy will continue to rise. Well, let me tell you, it's not. I've got a uh, couple of um, episode ideas coming up, which one of them is uh, future life expectancy predict predictions. So that might be the next episode, actually. And uh, so... With vitamin D, it's only a marker where many people will place it at the top of the tree in, in that idea with uh, you know avoiding cancer. So 
to avoid cancer, have your vitamin D level uh, checked. Get the actual level. Don't just settle with the doctor saying it's in therapeutic range because that won't keep you away from cancer. Make sure it's above 40. And according to uh, every case of cancer that's ever been recorded in history, uh, you won't get cancer with the vitamin D level or newly newly uh, acquired cancer, newly diagnosed cancer. Uh, if your vitamin D level is over 40, you won't get cancer because there's never ever been a recording of cancer of anyone with a vitamin D level over 40. Ah, oh, and that has not infiltrated, that has not resonated, that has not slapped the medical model in the face, the allopathic medical model in the face to uh, make sure that everyone's vitamin D level is over 40. But usually being over 40 is an indicator that you, you, you are getting many more of the 90 essential micronutrients that we require. And uh, 90, uh, uh, 60 of those 90 are minerals, 16 are vitamins, 12 are amino acids, and two are essential fatty acids, the uh, LAs and the ALAs. And uh, what's the LA? Linoleic acid and the ALA. ALA. Uh, anacetyl, what are they? Anacetyl cysteine. No, it's not, but ALA in any event. So that's the, um, the omega 3. No, no, omega 6. Pa part of the omega 6 is the ALA. So, anyway, um, it's just a marker. So, vitamin D is, is just a marker. And uh, I know this episode is about assigning blame to the wrong idiot, uh, to the wrong, um, you're blaming the wrong thing. So I'm also uh, suggesting that blaming a low vitamin D um, level in giving you cancer is not the full picture. That's just a marker. If you're under 40 or even under 50 uh, with your vitamin D level, it means you're not absorbing many if not all of the other micronutrients that we require every day of your life to uh, ward off cancer and chronic health diseases. So that's that. Um, I'm being a little bit uh, distracted because you could probably hear the engine noise. I'm passing a slow ass truck. Anyway, so any of you that um, are blaming genes for your obesity, genes for your autoimmune disease, whether it being um, MS or whatever it is, right? Your blood sugar, your blood pressure, even your grey hair. Yes, we blame our ancestors, our genes for that. Well, let me tell you, it's not. It's not. I've mentioned it many a time, but this is uh, just another bent, another idea to uh, put it on that... Um, Anything which is uh, age-related and uh, disease and illness and chronic disease-related uh, is micronutrients, okay? So we're blaming the wrong issue. We're blaming, some of us would like to blame even um, hormones. Some of us would like to even blame the political structure for low T in men. Uh, I don't think that um, there is a low T issue. Well... Inadequate tea, uh, 
I'm referring to testosterone. Um, I think Jordan Peterson says something like this. There's this, uh, in response to the whole uh, weak men breed, um, hard times, hard times um, create strong men, strong men uh, create easy times and easy times create soft men type thing. Uh, Jordan Peterson puts a little bit of a spatter in that saying that um, <laughs> wait till the uh, those weak men get pushed. They won't be weak, weak anymore. Yes, that, that's uh, it's like a tautology. Uh, well, that's what the whole hard times is. It, it breeds strong men, but <clears throat> in a way, that strong men thing is is a flip, is a, like a a switch, um, a flick of the switch. It's not as if uh, it's hard times and then you know the the weak men they breed uh, stronger men. And then the stronger men get, get us out of our shit. No, no, it's the, the weak men. They're not weak. They're weak because times are good. It's a switch that gets them into a flurry, into hardness. So I'm getting beyond um, health. Uh, I'm getting into the whole uh, ethics, politics type realm and uh, you know, I'd better stick to my knitting uh, in this respect but um, anyway it's just um, a brief mention on low T but uh, which feeds into the whole blaming the wrong issue the, the wrong concept the wrong contributing factor of health we're blaming the wrong issues we're blaming Oh, I mentioned the genes and the, the toxic exposure, the hormones and uh, vaccines, and that sort of thing. We even blame ourselves. We blame our food choices, our lifestyle choices. We are not, well, we are, well, it's, <laughs> it's seen and the unseen, right? Um, it's complicated. Yes, it is. we do reach for the Coca-Cola. We do go to the McDonald's drive-thru. Yes, that is our free will talking. But unknowingly, we are pretty much forced to. We're suffering from pica and uh, this pica complex, which uh, Google would like to say, if you look at, look up pica, which is P-I-C-A, what pica is, uh, Google will just say, uh, uh, eating something with limited nutritional value. Well, it's a bit more complex. Uh, basically, the whole junk food complex um, is pica. Um, carbohydrates and, um, you know, in, in particular, ultra-processed food and processed food with uh, gluten, uh, fried foods and oils That's and, and sugars. That's the whole pica complex. So that's where the foods, the, the sort of foods that we gravitate to when we suffer from pica and pretty much 90... 98%, I'd say, of the population uh, suffers from pica, and that's why they get the Coca-Cola, they reach for the beer, the alcohol, the cigarettes, the, um, the recreational drugs, the McDonald's, and the cheesecake shop. 
that's why we reach for those things because we are craving. It's not hunger, that's cravings, and that's uh, code for pica. Okay, and it, and people that are on health kicks, they'll, they'll they'll know after a few weeks, a few months, they go on these binges and they have cheat days and all those sort of ideas. I've done so well, I have to reward myself. Well, if you're thinking those sort of things, you got pica, Jack. And uh, good luck on uh, becoming uh, fit for a lengthy period of time. Even if, um, yeah, there are healthy people that, uh, or gym type people, which are healthy for extended periods. But oh, let me tell you, I used to be one of those people. Uh, tell you what, you need all the willpower that you can muster to keep to keep yourself from falling off that health uh, health wagon. Because uh, the more you exercise, the more you go into that um, micronutrient deficiency uh, complex and the more you'll be craving and uh, you suffer. Uh, those health people, they'll, they'll say that they're not suffering and um, that they're not craving and, you know, it's easy to be fit and healthy. No, 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 no. Don't believe them. There's a very small amount of people that maybe you can believe. But 98% of them, no. No, you, you, you can't believe it. And 98% of them, just like with anyone else in the population, will fail in their weight management and health pursuits because they go into further and faster micronutrient deficiency uh, state. And often, insurance companies know this, but uh, they don't know why. They just know it happens that fit people, ultra-fit people, die younger die younger, die earlier than the uh, average uh, couch-sitting, Cheeto-eating, Netflix-watching Westerner. And the rest of the world, which is not Western-related, is catching up. Not catching up as in uh, a drop, but uh, catching up as in uh, there, like uh, the Asians, the Arabs, the Africans, their uh, life expectancies are uh, decreasing at a faster rate than, than the West because, you know, uh, the US has had a head start in their um, fall in life expectancy. Uh, the US spends more on healthcare than the rest of the world combined and they rank between 40th and 60th, depending on where you look, in uh, longevity, in life expectancy. And uh, there's something wrong there. If you're, you know, just say 50th, if... Uh, the US is ranking 50th and they spend more in healthcare than the rest of the world combined, then there is something wrong. Oh, it's their choices. No, no. The US had a head start in micronutrient deficiencies with uh, the whole electricity complex. And I've got several episodes where I mentioned that whole uh, structure, that whole con uh, the concept, the, uh, the complex of how electricity brought down our... Uh, our health even further. Um, it accelerated the uh, the obesity and um, metabolic syndrome complex. Uh, we stopped ash practice. Ash practice, uh, where we used to use ashes on our uh, crops, we used to use ashes as our fertilizer before uh, 1916, and uh, before 1882, um, it, it, we used to have ash merchants. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, grandma, even, you know, mum, mother, uh, 35, 45 year old mother used to secretly head out 
to the uh, to where the ash is, get a bit of a spoonful, have a bit of a lick, because that was the early form of pica. And uh, what, you know, Google will say, oh, you know, ash, ashes and pink salt. Uh, yeah, ninety-eight percent, ninety-nine percent is uh, of pink salt is just sodium chloride, and ninety-nine percent of uh, ashes are just carbon. It's just waste. Well, that one percent, that one percent or two percent is uh, is minerals, minerals from. Uh, from burnt trees, from uh, floods, from from the soil, from uh, uh, crushed rock, and uh, depending on where the trees are, is where um, because if minerals don't end up in the soil via ashes, via seasonal flooding, uh, it doesn't end up in our food, and therefore it doesn't end up into us. And even a carrot in the same field won't have the same amount of minerals in it. If you look up, you know, which minerals are in a carrot, there won't be that data because it varies. And that's the potluck that, the, uh, that humans have had through our whole history of uh, micro, uh, well, mineral deficiencies, um, mineral accessibility. And uh, we need minerals to take advantage of, uh, to absorb the the vitamins, the amino acids, and fatty acids. We don't understand the interrelationships of all, all those 90 essential micronutrients. But the um, basics, the correlations of death, because if, um, if you don't have a certain number of those um, micronutrients, uh, you're dead. Uh, if you don't have ample amounts of uh, um, at certain points, you get chronic diseases. Yes, yes. It's not your genes. It's not the hormones. It's not the vaccines. It's not your choices, your diet, your luck. So we, in this advanced state of science, medicine, we still end up blaming the wrong contributor. And here I am, just uh, a deregistered nurse, talking this with no further credentials. Well, um, if you look at a 80-year-old uh, doctor and an 80-year-old me, in, in 30 years, I'll be 80 years old. And uh, if if eighty if a 50-year-old doctor now, if he survives, if he or she survives until uh, the age of 80, let's, let's compare notes. Let's compare notes on uh, how well the doctor is aging, how well I am aging. I was on track to die uh, statistically around the age of, say, mid, uh, early to mid-60s based on my um, history of... Uh, sports participation and health kicks and all that sort of thing. And uh, the way my obesity was going and that sort of thing. And uh, this is where I've uncovered uh, what the real issue is, which is the whole micronutrient deficiency, deficiency complex. And uh, so basically we need to stop blaming the genes 
the vaccines, the hormones, the luck. What else are we blaming? Um, environmental, uh, yeah, that's to- that's a, um, toxin exposure. Uh, trauma, yeah, we blame trauma as well. Cortisone. Uh, cortisone levels. We, we blame cortisone for uh, cancer. How about just supplementing and you won't have cancer? If I get cancer, I will eat my hat on YouTube. I will eat it with salt and ketchup. That's that's my uh, that's my bet to the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a gimmick, but uh, heaven forbid if uh, if I do get cancer, um, at the low chance that will be the case. Like even by me saying it, God will get me to get cancer. Well, all right, so so be it. But um, yeah, let, let's let's compare notes in thirty years. Let's compare notes in seven years. I, I don't know. Let's com- compare notes at any event, at any stage. So stop blaming the wrong idiot. Stop blaming the wrong concept. Stop blaming the wrong science. Oh, gee, science. Uh, yeah, we... Science is not... Um, I've mentioned it a few times, but just to shoehorn it. Yeah, the whole shoehorn thing... Um, Science is a very emotion and feeling shoehorning of um, of what feels right. Even what feels right uh, filters into government and government funds what feels right. Funds the agendas, the ideas of health and science, the environment or whatever. And whatever feels right, that is what is funded. And that's where we get the skews in understanding um, of... Uh, the wrong fixations in uh, scientific in the scientific field of any any field of knowledge or study. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, science is not immune from from feelings. Um, computer generated data that's uh, less immune from feelings, but the whole concept that goes into the uh, just gathering data is flawed in itself. And if you're looking at, I don't know, let's uh, pick on uh, climate change. If you're just fixated on ice cores and uh, carbon dioxide levels for climate change, well, you may be starting with the wrong premise. Just like you're starting with the wrong premise of uh, chronic disease being a genetic issue. Blaming our lifestyle choices and, and lifestyle slash diet choices. Oh my goodness. So let's blame the, the more right. I'm not saying it's the rightest right because we're, we're barely past 150 years of germ theory. A lot of people poo-poo germ, germ theory. Yes, I'm one of those people that poo-poo germ theory, but um, a theory is not just the theory as in, I have a theory, where really people are just um, referring to an idea. Uh, an idea is like like uh, two steps away from theory, and a theory is one step away from an actual fact, like an axiom, like two and two is four. Uh, gee, even that's challenged. Even that's challenged out there in you know, YouTube land where two and two may equal five and all that sort of shit. I, I, 
it, it does pay to um, to listen to that crowd. To it does pay to listen to uh, uh, woke uh, politics. It, it, um, it's valuable to listen to um, to flat flat earthers. It's valuable to listen to um, uh, people that think genes are the are the whole idea of um, chronic disease. So, uh, just wondering if I'm still recording because my headphones have just gone on the blink. I checked my headphones, uh, if they were on the blink and they were still recording, I was still recording. Uh, this is another little segment uh, that I'm adding. So, I haven't forgotten my train of thought. So, yes, it does pay to uh, listen to uh, alternate um, theories of health because then you can understand how misguided they are, how oh, stupid they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're stupid. As in, I'm stupid. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so let's compare notes in 30 years or even seven years or two years. Um, so <clears throat> with health, um, you just have to look at the mirror. You just have to look at the person that's uh, touting that particular idea. Look them up in five years, 15 years and see how their idea pans out. So that at least with health, you can really, really see what uh, the end result is. So... Um, uh, let's blame the real contributing factor, which is, once again, the whole tautology that I go on. I go around in circles. Then I end up at a particular point of the circle that I've already covered a few times. And uh, just a difference in delivery a few little insights with a few little squiggles around the circle just to slap it into some people's uh, heads to, uh, yeah, um, to get someone to, uh, to even second guess uh, what the mainstream is trying to uh, tout, trying to explain what the real contributing factors for um, for chronic health is. So, um, there you go. Stop blaming the, the misguided ideas and uh, give the whole micronutrients a try. Give it a try. What, what uh, how, how can micronutrients hurt? Well, if you go to your doctor, the doctor will say, oh, um, too, too much of this and that will give you toxic this and that, and then you'll die. Oh, my goodness, look. Yeah, there is a very minute chance of uh, overdosing on particular uh, micronutrients. You know, one of the... Uh, essential micronutrients that we require is arsenic. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you're not going to uh, inhale or, or ingest arsenic. Uh, well, ingesting um, sort of naturally occurring arsenic uh, in the uh, trace amounts is, yeah, that's the essential part. 
but if you inject it into you <laughs> or uh or for, force feed it from you know uh, like a concentration camp or something uh, yeah, yeah, it, it'll kill you. Uh, too much selenium, apparently, will, will kill you. But usually what happens with our micronutrients and when your doctor says, oh, don't take too much of that, you, you'll go toxic and uh, bullshit, right? It is bullshit because um, if you do take too much, uh, as in ingesting-wise, uh, you'll just piddle it away. You will be piddling away even uh, some of the therapeutic amounts. But uh, you do need it. You do need to be absorbing, um, you know, giving yourself the best chance to uh, to take it on. Because, uh, yeah, uh, if you're not getting it, that's why you're getting, we are all getting our micro, already uh, in sleep, our uh, chronic diseases. That is the chronic disease complex. Stop blaming what your doctor uh, says you must blame. Stop blaming yourself. We went from blaming everything else to blaming ourselves. Ourself and uh, the doctor now just wrings his hands, uh, wipes his hands clean of responsibility, charging you 200 bucks for the consult. Oh, but it's free. Really, really. Uh, your consult, your six-minute consult average uh, at, at the general practitioner, that's what the average consult uh, duration is. As in the face-to-face bit, never mind the two minutes of, well, Mr. Jones, please come up here type thing. And then piss off Mr. Jones. That's another two minutes each way. That's that's your 10 minutes. So six minutes, 200 bucks, thanks, uh, roundabouts. Uh, the taxpayer, if you're in one of those countries where you're not paying from your, from, you know, the, uh, from the shirt on your back, uh, 200 bucks for six minutes work is pretty good gig, pretty good gig. Yes, um, I'm not one of those to, uh, to poo-poo doctors' intentions. Like, like they do have good intentions, but uh, they're misguided. They are misguided. Um, and uh, do the ultimate, the ultimate of um, relinquishing yourself from responsibility to place the blame on ourselves. Oh, now that is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful outcome for the allopathic um, medical complex. Um, Blaming, uh, we even blame ourselves for um, for climate change. Uh, You know, should it be 5% blame or the 90% blame? Uh, I'm more inclined to blame the 5% part that uh, I've done a whole podcast on uh, what the real issue of climate change is too. I've borrowed the idea from Dr. Joel Wallach and uh, I'd like to uh, continue evangelizing his ideas. Uh, he should have won at least a half dozen um, self um, or solitary um, Nobel Peace Prizes. He should have won by now. But uh, you know, Pickles is not—he's not playing the uh, mainstream uh, tune. He's not going to be part of part of that whole um, scene. But um, many people, Google uh, a Google search on Dr. Joel Wallach won't won't, won't say that uh, you know 
Dr. Joel Wallach has uh, challenged the FDA eight times and, and won on every single occasion to uh, include selenium in, in, in baby formula so that uh, kids don't die of heart attack. Yes, SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome, uh, is not mum or dad and or <laughs> mum or dad uh, rolling on the child. Did you know that... Um, 10% of uh, SIDS cases were when the child dies in the car seat. How can mum, mum or dad roll on the child in the car seat, for God's sake? See how the blame concept, you know, straight away, oh, what do you call co-sleeping? What do you mean co-sleeping in the baby seat, in the car seat? What are you talking about, Doc? See how they just go whammo, blame us straight away. Oh, you got cancer. Uh, oh, do you have family history straight away? Family history. What's your lifestyle like? Do you eat a lot of? Um, did you smoke? Did you, did you eat a lot of McDonald's? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They do a nice blame game, don't they? Is that starting to uh, resonate somewhat with some of you out there? Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, at the risk of um, going into further uh, covering old ground even in this episode, never mind the other episodes that I cover this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll quit while I'm behind, I'm behind by a mile. So, um, yeah, I hope this is resonating with uh, some people out there. Even one person, I'll take it. And even if there's no one, I'm happy to listen to my own stupid bloody misguided voice Let, let's let's see how misguided i am in 5 15 30 years and, uh, let's compare notes for anyone that wants to uh, poo-poo me yeah anyway anyway um that's it for now enjoy the rest of your day until the next, next episode bye Yay.